As a woman, it seems like everywhere I turn, there's a new pressure to step up my game and how I express my femininity. I'm constantly being challenged to wear the perfect outfit, have the perfect hairstyle, be calmly composed at all times, and even find the perfect solution to stop aging in its tracks. But this only creates an unrealistic journey to perfection that I know I can't achieve. On today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast, I explore the topic of classic femininity, think Audrey Hepburn, in a progressive society, think Kim Kardashian. How can we better embrace who we are as feminine women at all ages and stages of life and love ourselves in the skin that we're in on a deeper level? Are you ready to dive below the surface, ladies? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of The Unspoken Cycle. How are y'all doing today? It has been a crazy busy week for me. Lots to do. Um, a lot going on. It's summertime for the kiddos. So we're gearing up for break and summer fun and plans and church camp and travel and all sorts of things. These are the dog days of summer. I hope y'all are having a wonderful day so far. And yeah, that you are just doing well. That is my wish for you right now in this moment. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Leah Vaughn, and today's episode of The Unspoken Cycle is The Unspoken Sexy, Classic Femininity in a Progressive Society. And I wanted to talk about this particular topic of conversation today uh, just because it seems like it's been coming up a lot, especially for a lot of my clients and just in general friends and women I talk to. I think there's more and more pressure in society on women regarding how we look, how we act, how we present ourselves. And the pressure is to live up to an expectation that conforms in a way that that is not necessarily classic and natural and, and what femininity is in my eyes. Of course, it looks like, you know, it looks different for a lot of different women everywhere. Of course, younger generations have a different concept of how they express their femininity than older generations. But all in all, what I did before I decided to record this episode was send out kind of a blast to all of the women in my life and create a poll of how different influences in society affect us as women. I want to share some of my favorite answers with you and just talk about how we can express ourselves in a way that represents classic beauty and classic femininity in a progressive society that encourages us to be less and less of our authentic selves. One of my favorite answers 
to the questions that I sent out is this. It says, I think beauty comes from within more than from without because I've known many women who by today's standards are not beautiful, but they have the most beautiful hearts and the most beautiful compassion and kindness. And that is what true beauty is. I love that answer. And another that I think is great. The beauty standards to me are nothing natural anymore in my opinion. They are very over the top and exaggerated like the current way of the world, unfortunately. And I think both of those are spot on in the way that beauty and femininity is represented in society today. Of course, social media is a huge influence on that. You'll hear me talk about social media's influence a lot about the things that we go through in their life because let's face it, social media is a huge influencer. The majority of people that you talk to who have access to the internet have some sort of social media uh, page or account or platform. It is what it is. It's out there. It's everywhere. And when you log on to social media as a woman, you're constantly seeing all sorts of things about being a woman. The algorithm knows what we like, right? It's paying attention. So it's always trying to spit things out in front of our faces for us to engage in. For me, I see a lot of shopping ads. I see a lot of ads for beauty products or a new fancy body wash or scrub or lotion or nail design or whatever it it is. They're all over the place. That's all I see. There's nothing that doesn't have to do with being a woman that's represented in anything that's advertised to me on my Instagram or on my Facebook. Okay, well, maybe on my Facebook, it's a little bit different. I do see a lot of like coaching ads and self-help and wellness, but not on my Instagram. And I guess that speaks to some of the things I Google and the information I look up and maybe some of the accounts that I go and search out. But still, it knows what it's doing. The algorithm is real. So how do we embrace traditional femininity when it's constantly challenged? And again, a lot of the things that I'm seeing, lip fillers, Botox, facial enhancements, tattooed eyebrows, waist trainers, you know, all of these things and, and, you know, new scrubs that make your skin glow, new highlighters that make your cheekbones more profound, you know, all of these things speak to femininity, but it makes me, it really made me think, what are we doing to ourselves, ladies? And by all means, this is not an episode that's meant to be disrespectful to anybody who makes any choices, your body, your choice, 100%. This is coming from a perspective of the influence that we see and feel every day and how it's progressing into something so unnatural. You know, a lot of these quote unquote beauty influencers that I see online, I'll look through their pictures and I'm thinking, gosh, she's had so much done in an effort to enhance her beauty. Wow. You know, that's a lot. And It's not for me to say it's right or wrong for that person, but it just makes me wonder, how do we get to this point as women? And how did femininity become such an unnatural, less classic, Audrey Hepburn-esque type of femininity in a much more enhanced, unnatural 
kind of Kim Kardashian-esque femininity that we're being encouraged to embrace. And that leads me to ask, can we really compete with the influence of surgery, of fillers, of body enhancements, and of the unnatural beauty that is all around us? Don't get me wrong. Beauty influencers are beautiful. They have gorgeous bodies. They have beautiful faces. They know how to contour in a way that is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Going back to the comment, beauty comes from within more than from without, because I've known many women who by today's standards are not beautiful, but they have the most beautiful hearts and the most beautiful compassion and kindness. It speaks to so many different levels of the kind of femininity that we interpret to be beauty. You're listening listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within. We are definitely in an age of progressive femininity. We are in a society today that's constantly seeking out more and better. We are in a society today that is not happy with just being. And as a woman, that's intimidating. Because I do feel like there's a pressure to look or act or present myself in a certain way. I do feel like in certain social situations, I have to show up on a certain level, you know, and I don't want to feel that way. I just do. And if I could make it go away, I would. But it's hard because there's that constant air of be your best self, live your best life, do your best, look your best act your best, you know, show up, be that bold woman, you know, and it's just like, that's exhausting. It gets really tiring to constantly have to show up in that way. So let's take a look at classic femininity versus progressive femininity. There's not a whole lot to compare other than the difference being natural unenhanced beauty and enhanced unnatural beauty. So if you look at the generations, we've got the older generations. And I said in my intro, I talked about, you know, think Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, I'm sure, is someone we would greatly consider to have classic beauty, a classic presence. Not much enhancement and just kind of a natural flow of her femininity. Very poised, very confident, just classic. And then I mentioned Kim Kardashian as the example of progressive beauty in our progressive society. She is definitely the epitome of progressive femininity. Women of all ages think she's beautiful, look up to her, her sisters, friends, that group of women that just seems to exude perfection always. So there's classic femininity and progressive femininity. In my opinion, they're extremely different. Society's narrative of overly feminine women, i.e. beauty influencers, women who look like they wake up with their face done, even in their lounge clothes, they're stylish, they're put together. To me, that's not natural. That's not sending a message of encouraging a natural state of being in our femininity, of embracing it. Is this new age of beauty influencers and of progressive femininity compromising our ability to be natural and classic? What about body positivity? Everywhere I look, there's a new enhancement or somebody wants to do something different 
with their body and cosmetically, you know, enhance it in some way. And again, your body, your choice, absolutely. I have amazing friends who have done different things with their bodies. They're beautiful. I'm not discriminating, but my point being because there's so much of it that we see on a constant basis everywhere we turn in news articles, magazine articles, definitely online. Is it not influencing us in the least little bit? It is because we either see it and want to explore it for ourselves, or we see it and have to really dig into being comfortable in our skin. So in some way, and it doesn't have to be negative, but in some way it is influencing us. We've got younger generations of girls who are wanting to enhance their bodies or do things that are unnatural to be more perfect in their own eyes. I don't think that's fair. When I was young in the 90s, I grew up looking up to supermodels like Linda Evangelista, Christy Turlington, Cindy Crawford. They were beautiful women with natural features, very little enhancements, if any. And in their raw form, to me, they they were the definition of that classic beauty of that era. They influenced me. I wanted to look like them. I'm not even going to lie. As a teenager, I would open my 17 magazine and of course I wanted to look like them. But I didn't desire changing myself to do that. Sure, I wanted to be a better version of myself, but there really was no extremism in the way that I wanted to achieve happiness in my femininity and embracing myself as a young lady and growing into myself as a, as a woman. So I feel like the age of influence is hurtful to women. Not one person that responded to me said that they didn't see a problem with our progressive society and the way that it it displays femininity today. A hundred percent of the responses that I received felt there was a problem. We have to be able to love ourselves in the skin that we're in, inside and out. And sometimes the harder we try to feel sexy and poised on the outside, the uglier we feel on the inside because it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel real. It feels like we're trying too hard. My wife and I recently took a trip to France and spent some time in Paris. And if you've seen a picture of me, you know I have short blonde hair. I do bleach my hair. I love it. I'm a natural kind of auburn brunette. I love blonde hair. I've had it ever since we got married in 2019 and fell in love with the process. Learned how to do it myself during COVID while my salon was closed in Manhattan and never looked back. And when we decided to take a trip overseas, which is the first we've taken since our honeymoon in 2019, I got so excited. The first thing I did was start to think of all the cute outfits I could wear, all of the looks I wanted to wear, and how I was going to, you know, coordinate myself and just really feel like a sexy woman at my age in Paris, in the city of love. So I ended up purchasing some hair extensions. I wore them the whole time I was there and I felt so beautiful and just sexy and young and youthful. And that's okay. I embrace it. I embraced it then. I embrace it now. There was nothing wrong with that. But I put so much effort every day there 
into how I looked because of how I wanted to feel. And while I don't regret it, and I think, you know, I rocked the shit out of everything I wore and, and everything I did. And we even had a fun photo shoot by the Eiffel Tower. And it was just an amazing experience. I look back now and think, wow, okay, Leah, <laughs> you did that. You put a lot of effort into that. But what about every day? That certainly wasn't sustainable effort for me. And I definitely don't do that here at home every day. Most days working from home, I'm lucky if I get out of my PJs. I mean, I do, but I usually am wearing something very comfortable and casual. And I'm okay with that. I don't wear makeup most of the time. And I'm okay with that too. We want to show up for ourselves in a way that makes us feel good. And we want to show up for ourselves in a way that makes us feel sexy and embrace our womanhood. Some of us are more feminine than others. But what is true femininity anyways? It's embracing womanhood, just like I said. Being confident in our skin, having poise, being proud of who we are. And femininity is not just on the outside, ladies. It's certainly on the inside. Join our private community of women at theunspokencycle.com. Embrace your female within. Confidence, holding our head up high, holding a strong tone in our conversation, having that firm handshake, shoulders up, walk tall, be proud of who you are. Femininity also trickles into our relationships. The older we get, sometimes it's harder to feel sexy for our partners. Sometimes it feels like, what's the, what's the effort even for? Things change in our bodies. Things change with us emotionally, you know, but we still want to show up. We want to know that the receivers on the other end of our love and intimacy find it sexy as hell, right? So that influences how hard we try and what we do. We have to be able to communicate our sexiness, not just physically. Sexy isn't just a physical thing. It's also emotional. It's also being able to talk about our needs, what we want to experience, things we want to do. How do we find that root connection? That's sexy. What are our desires? What are the things that please us? That's being confident, confident in our skin. There's a book that I want to mention to you, and it's called how to be a Hepburn in a Kardashian world. And yes, that is part of the influence on why I use those two examples. <laughs> the Art of Living with Style, Class, and Grace. It's by Jordan Christie. And I love this book because it talks authentically about how to be the most confident version of yourself. It includes everything from not sacrificing your personal style, but still being able to present as a polished woman, skills on how to boost your self-confidence, even investing in your friendships and how to make them stronger, dating, it gives dating advice. It talks about the workplace, how to land your first job, how to show up professionally as a poised woman on the, you know, in your career. It explores all of these different pieces of femininity and I think it's great. It's a fun read. If anything, It'll just help you revisit the best ways to embrace your confidence and to be that confident, proud woman that you are. So how can we better embrace who we are as feminine women, especially at the different ages and stages of our lives? How can we love ourselves and love the skin that we're in on a deeper level? My advice to you, tune everything and everyone out. <laughs> Social media and media in general is in my opinion, never an authentic resource. 
yes, there's a ton of information on the internet and in social media and in magazines and everywhere else that can be really helpful. You've got medical professionals that give really sound advice and guidance. A hundred percent. I am not saying those things are not valuable for us. But to me, true classic beauty comes from within and that's where we have to start. What do we look like in our version of ourselves? How can we feel most beautiful when we wake up in the morning? Are we comfortable? Are we content with who we are and how we present it? I personally love getting dressed up and going out. I love accessorizing. I love coordinating. When I know I'm going to go out somewhere, whether it's with my friends or a family night or date night with my wife, I have fun thinking ahead of time what I'm going to wear and, and kind of what that, that persona of myself for the night is going to look like. It's fun and it makes me feel pretty. And I love to put on makeup and accentuate my cheekbones. And I love to do all those things. For me, those things are fun. For me, those things make me feel pretty. And even when I go out of the house and I don't have makeup on and I have sweatpants and a t-shirt and flip-flops, I'm confident enough in who I am that it doesn't even phase me that I'm not put together and fancy like I was the other night before. But that confidence is part of who I have grown to be. And it's something that I naturally just embrace within myself now. I can go out to dinner and have great conversation with like-minded women and laugh and have fun and not worry about who they are or how they compare to me or feel intimidated at the presence of someone else because I embrace my confidence and that's part of my femininity. A lot of us are aging. Well, all of us are aging, but for those of us who are in older stages of our lives, it can be difficult. I'm definitely the woman who looks in the mirror and is like, okay, how many more wrinkles today? Really? I'm going to be 43 in about a month. There are other women much older than me who are more advanced in their aging process. And sometimes I think, wow, when I get to that age, how am I going to feel about the way that I look? Will I be as confident as I am today? Will I embrace the aging process like I do today? To me, embracing our femininity and who we are and loving the skin that we're in only starts on the inside. It begins within us. The self-love that we have to have has to be immense and unconditional and forgiving and graceful and kind. Ladies, in my opinion, we are all embracing and exuding classic femininity. Sure, there's Audrey Hepburn and there's Kim Kardashian, two totally different women with two totally different versions and representations of being a feminine woman. But I think that when we look at the classic femininity, in my opinion, it's simply the desire to exude what we embrace in our confidence and wear it, wear it in the way that we want to literally and wear it in the way that we want to figuratively. How do we want to represent ourselves? And let's stop allowing outside influences to get to the core of who we think we should be, especially our younger generations. I have three daughters who I do not want to think that they have to look or feel or act a certain way based on someone's Instagram or someone's TikTok post. 
let's tune out the unrealistic expectations that we are being held to by society's standards. Excuse my language, but fuck their beauty standards. Stay Stay tuned tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle podcast. Be your best authentic version of yourself in whatever way makes you happy. And that is all that counts. And love yourselves on the days when you feel like you may have developed an extra wrinkle overnight. Love yourselves on the bad hair days, ladies. Love yourselves on the days where you have a closet full of clothes and you cannot figure out what to wear and you just want to throw a fit on the floor of your closet. I have a funny story. There was a time that we were getting ready to go out as a family to dinner when I was about 11 years old. And my grandma had given me her old blow dryer, which, um, yeah, this was 1991. Her blow dryer was probably from 1962. Like it was really, really old. And I'm surprised now that I didn't get electrocuted from it. However, it was kind of this funky rectangular shape. It looked like a giant comb almost, but it did have like teeth on one end of it. So I was blow drying my hair and I thought, okay, I'm going to have this beautiful, I guess what we would consider nowadays to be a blowout kind of a style. I had really thick hair and I was going to blow out my hair and it was going to look so gorgeous, you know, like the ladies in the magazine. And I was going to put a little bit of um, blush on my cheeks and a little bit of lip gloss. And well, I guess hope that my dad was going to let me go out of the house looking like that. But my hair was most important. So I start combing through and combing through and combing through with this blow dryer comb thingy and it snags my hair and I continue to pull and it continues to snag even more. And I don't even know how it happened, but I wound up with this stupid thing stuck in this huge clump of my hair and it hurt. So of course I unplug it, turn it off and I cannot figure out how to get this thing out of my head. And I start crying And I have probably the biggest meltdown you could ever possibly imagine for an 11 year old girl who just wanted to blow out her hair. So my mom comes into the bathroom and she's like, what's the matter? Why are you crying? And I said, because I look so ugly. I hate my hair. I just want to shave my head. I have too much hair and it never works for me, mommy. I was so upset ever so delicately and compassionately, my mom picked the pieces of my hair, untangled them and unraveled them away from the teeth on the blow dryer. And I ended up, I think, just wearing a ponytail. But I remember that day still because it was so pivotal for me. I really did not feel pretty. I felt like I was ugly. I hated certain parts of me physically. And I cried. It was devastating. You know, and I just wish I could go back to that 11-year-old Leah who was crying in the bathroom that night and give her a hug and let her know, hey, a ponytail is okay, babe. Rock it. Comb that knot out. Put that hair in a ponytail. Go have dinner and be proud of who you are. Who cares what the magazine showed you this morning? You're beautiful. So we really just have to love ourselves on the level that we deserve, which is unconditional which is even on the days when we don't feel beautiful, whether it's physically beautiful or emotionally beautiful. And it's tuning out the outside noise, being confident and proud in our bodies, in our minds, and embracing it. 
How can you better embrace who you are as a feminine woman, no matter what age or stage in your life that you are in today? How can you love yourself in the skin that you're in on a deeper level? What does that look like for you? Think about it. If there is anything you have going on right now that you do not feel confident in in your life, whether it's a physical feature, a character trait, dig deep, girl, and work to love yourself on a deeper level. You deserve that. So let's embrace our femininity. Let's be classic women. Let's stop letting the progressiveness around us suck us in. And if you're listening today and you're feeling less than or a little unsure, or maybe you're on your way to go get that Botox, or you're waiting to schedule your surgery, or maybe you're thinking, you know what, this is not my problem. I don't have these issues. I don't let anything influence me. I feel confident in who I, who I am. I love myself inside and out unconditionally. I want you to know you are beautiful. You are beautiful. And if that's the only thing you hear today, I'm down for it. Thank you for listening to today's episode, ladies. Don't forget to check out that book, How to Be a Hepburn in a Kardashian World, The Art of Living with Style, Class, and Grace by Jordan Christie. Also remember to like and subscribe. And please, if you have not yet, check out the amazing private community just for women at theunspokencycle.com. It's free to sign up. And you have a whole sisterhood there waiting for you with open arms. I hope y'all go with grace today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and week. I look forward to talking to you next time. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.